0: Hello um I welcome you to Steady Life International Conference and if this is your first time connecting to our broadcast I just want to say you're welcome officially and this is Steady Life International Conference and our core vision our primary objective and our primary aim on this platform is to ensure that you are the best version of yourself and we would definitely deploy all the means possible to ensure that you achieve this core intent, this core purpose, and this core agenda. And we sincerely want to say thank you to everyone that has been a part of us ever since the inception of this vision. And we pray that the Lord would help you become that very best version of yourself in Jesus' mighty name. Um, We will be commencing very soon. I just want to, um, once again, appreciate who God has used to bless us last week. And this is not a person than and Mr. Israel Onwa Bagwe and we sincerely thank you so much sir, for being a blessing I was just lying on the sofa I was listening in and I was was so much um, engrossed with the topic knowing fully well that this is one phase that um, is unavoidable for every human some persons have moved past that phase where um, they are already doing so well and it's not a new thing to them why some other persons are just getting into that face of the earth world, but today we will be looking at this same topic from another perspective. And my name is Wankuno Kuno Afemi, and I am thankful for the privilege to be the one to host tonight. Yes, I sincerely miss everybody. I sincerely do miss everybody. It's been a while, and I thank God for grace and I thank God for growth. Yes. And growth is a function of how you can compare your past few months to what you're doing now. And if you cannot adequately see any significant improvement in who you used to be just a couple of weeks or months ago, then there is no point clamoring for growth for yourself. Growth, rather. So, every father, we thank you because you're merciful, we thank you because you're gracious. We thank you because you are kind. We thank you because there is none that is compared unto you. We thank you for such a time like this. We thank you because this is you speaking to us. And we thank you for the gift of life. We thank you because we were able to step out and we could come back to our respective houses, to our families and our loved ones, safe and sound. Father, we say blessed be your holy name. Lord, we ask once again for your mercy because it is by your mercy that we are not consumed, Lord. We pray that even as we discuss this crucial topic that pertains to life and destiny, inasmuch as we sincerely desire to be better versions of ourselves, Lord, we pray that these words would not be from human perspective, Lord. We pray that it would be you speaking through us in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, and I pray for as many that will be connected tonight, O oh God, that let there be a significant difference in their life in Jesus' name. Let these words, oh God, birth actions that would help transform them into the kind of adults that you want them to be in jesus name and lord we ask O oh god that your wisdom O oh god by your spirit will be made available tonight in jesus name and we pray once again that as many that would deem it fit to connect to oh god that let it not be a waste of time in jesus name and i pray that you take all the glory lord at the end of tonight broadcast for in jesus mighty most wonderful name of prayer, amen once again, I want to say thank you for connecting. It gives me great pleasure to understand that beyond all your busy schedules and your busy routine, you still took our time to connect tonight. I really want to say thank you and to all of our friends across the globe and nations. And we really want to say thank you. We want to say thank you. And the vision is not a local one, it is an international one, not by name or not by title, but it is as a result of what the Lord would do to people far and wide, it would be a source of convergence that people can come draw strengths that would be utilized adequately to help strengthen nations and individuals by the spirit of the Lord. That's what the Bible says in Zechariah four verse six that not by power, not by might, but it's by the Spirit of the Lord. And it is the same thing when the Lord was speaking through his angel to Gideon, it was like, you are thinking in yourself that you are small to take up this responsibility. But believe you me, Gideon, it is not a function of your size. But I have given unto you the power to take over these people, to bring down the Midianites and the Amalekites. So there is nothing that will stand in front of you to, as an obstacle. That was the same word the Lord said to um, Zechariah. In, uh, to Zerubbabel in Zechariah 4 verse 6, 4 verse 7, and so many great things that we could draw lessons from as such. But tonight, without notes further ado, let's get the ball rolling. <laughs> this topic is a very crucial one the transition into the adult phase, part 2. And one of the takeaways I had from last week's session is to understand that, in as much as we desire so many great things for ourselves, inasmuch as as we desire so many good lives for ourselves. But at times we really do not know the technical know-how, we do not know how or where the map to that end seems like. And this is making me think about this topic from um, the scriptures. If you read through the book of Genesis chapter 42, from verse 40 down to 45, it will talk about a person's, Case study that I would like to share with us today. No other person than Joseph. Joseph is where I'll be drawing so many points from and I'll be um, Using my life also as a check and balance to this particular foundation Yeah, so basically adulthood is not a function of age Um, The teaching is tired already. So if you are just getting connected, we're talking about um the transition into adulthood, and this is the part two, and I am privileged to host it. So, first off, I want us to understand that adulthood itself is not a function of age. It is not a function of age, in as much as we understand that certain people wouldn't get into puberty until they are in their teenage years. But first off, I want us to understand that adulthood itself is not a function of age, because if you begin to leave arts your life, hoping that it is big until you get to the adult phase of your life before you begin to make some significant move, then I, I can assure you that you wouldn't want to be in that position because if we were to be by function of age or by function of stature or by function of the collection of um, material things you've annexed, then um, David would not even be um, in the position to fight Goliath so, adulthood first off is not a function of your age, but it is in the function of who you have attained in every facet of your life. And when I mean every facet of your life, it could be mentally, it could be spiritually, it could be psychologically, it could be emotionally. So, adulthood itself is a function of what you have been able to, um, how you have been able to grow yourself into that point that you can take up responsibilities without necessarily getting to a particular age bracket you will realize that certain persons are waiting till they are of age before they make certain decisions that they could have literally made by they were a couple of years younger so if you are practically waiting that okay for instance I want to buy a property you're saying that okay um, I have to wait till I get to uh, the age of my father probably at age 45 before you begin to think about such. It would interest you to understand that there are certain infants that already have properties in their name as a result of their parents and all of that so that's not even the thought um, that's not the core area of focus tonight but it is to understand that even as we are young and as we are growing on a steady base like you're growing into another phase of your life every now and then it would interest you to understand that you there is little to what you can do about how you control time whether you like it or not time is there going and we understand that with the situation of the economy in this time around it's seemingly so hard to get to achieve some of the things that you have put the cap on that okay at this particular age of my life i really want to have achieved this i really want to have achieved this but the truth of the matter is in as much as we so desire to achieve these things in as much as there is a constant burning desire in our that okay this is what i really ought to have achieved at this point in my life then the question now is okay what am i doing on this, on a consistent basis to see through that i get to this particular destination Um, one of the things that faced me obviously so well is the fact that if you do not begin to make specific move if you do not begin to make strategic move into that which you want to achieve um believe you me there are a thousand and one reason Excuses that you would give to ensure that you don't do that thing you want to do until you step into that point where you can say, "Okay, I am no longer making excuses for myself. This is what I want to achieve." So, think for instance, you are a person that, okay, you're still in your very much teenage years and you are open that, okay, this is that which you want to do. Say for instance, at age 25 or thereabouts, maybe you should have um, achieved a particular degree, you should have finished a particular degree sort of, and you are seeing for sure that with every physical circumstance, it's not looking like you can achieve these things. So what do you do per se? Adulthood is not a function of you now saying, okay, you want to outgrow yourself into a phase where you begin to do beyond your means or you begin to do beyond what you are capable of doing. Um, For my own very self, I, I I have so many histories, when I mean histories, as touching how I started out life and Uh, It actually didn't start out for me on a good note, truly, because I know what my background is looking like, and even as I am currently still of this age, I can tell the things that God has helped me achieve. But that is not still the function of adulthood. But the question now is, have I been able to navigate all these phases of my life? The root of the matter is, according to the word of the Lord, God Himself says that He knows the thought, He thinks towards us that they are of good and not of evil. But this is not a yardstick for being complacent. This is not a license to not do the basic things you should do when you have to do them, regardless of how tired you might be. There are times where you just really have to take the bulls by the horn and just get to do, and the Lord would literally bless those things you do. There was famine in, in the land, and Isaac was about moving to a much more preferable place where he could do the things he would have done best and the Lord told him that son I want you to stay put in this land and it is in this land I want you to sow and it is in doing such that you will reap a hundredfold and it can be likened to many of us in this time and age because we see so many people that are doing um, what we really desire that we should have been doing and we are patiently hoping that we would also be in their shoes Or maybe we will get to that phase in their life where we can equally begin to do those things they do. And yet God is telling us practically and and fantastically that we should still just stay put and have him work on us and have him shape us till we can actually be that vessel that we can show forth into the world. I was talking about David a couple of minutes ago. We are still talking about the transition into adult phase. Um, David himself knew for sure who God wanted him to be, but in as much as he did not have, he doesn't have a clearer picture of where God is taking him to. He was just patient to walk with God, and he, he was somebody that loved God genuinely. One of the assurances I know for sure that regardless of whatever age we are in, before we get certain things done, the Bible made it clear in First Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9. It says that, um, Holy Spirit, help me now. I'm trying to remember. I want to quote exactly what I've Okay. All things work together for good according to them that love the Lord. Art. Holy Spirit, help me now. Holy Spirit, help me now. Okay. Please, if you can adequately find the scriptures. Okay. Okay. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. He said, that which no eyes have seen, that which no ears have heard. Is that which the Lord will do to them that love Him. So what can guarantee what your adult face would look like? What guarantees what your adulthood would look like is a function of how you love the Lord. And believe you me, loving the Lord is not a function of studying your Bible on a daily basis. It is not a function of going to church on a daily basis. But it's from a place of the Spirit, calling unto the Spirit. It is from a place of intimacy and fellowship on a consistent basis. That is what can guarantee what adulthood looks like for you. So if you have not gotten to a place where the Spirit is not calling on to you, if you have not gotten to a place where the deep of the Father is not calling on to your own deep, believe you me, regardless of how you are wealth, regardless of how you are possessions, it will just fall crumbling. That is one of the things the wise master builder, Jesus himself, talked about. He said, no other foundation can be laid other than that which Christ has laid. And he was given a parable of a man that built his own house on a rock. And another person that has built his own house on the sand. So, both of them are both contractors. Or, um, for instance, they are house owners. And one person was patient to build on the rock, while the other person was just so eager to build and he built on the sand. So, what would actually tell? What would be that checkmate to tell who has built a a substantial house is upon the foundation in which it was built upon. That when the storm comes, when the rain comes, when adverse weather comes, that which of those houses will still be standing firm? So in as much as we are growing into a phase of our life that we do not really have a clear understanding about, but as each day comes, we are being able to live out those moments and with hopes and expectations that we would triumph over this phase of our life but what can give that sure assurance and that sure guarantee that we would triumph in this phase of our life is the beckoning of the spirit is the beckoning of the holy spirit in us is the consistent walk with god and there are several faces there are several examples biblical examples that talk about people who were nothing and they did exceptionally well for god not as a function of their age now but as a function of the holy spirit at work in them so, it is the Holy Spirit at work in us that gives us the license and the ability to understand the transitioning of our lives into specific age range, such that even when you are doing exploits, people begin to marvel and wonder that, ah, but you are so young in age, then how come you are doing these great things? Um, When David was to stand before Goliath, he was not going to Goliath as a function of his muscles. Even when Samuel was to anoint them, he wasn't by the function of who was much more grown, even though that was what Samuel was looking out for. But God himself chooses the foolish things of this world to confound the why. So regardless of what your age might be looking like, believe you me, one only thing that guarantees that your adulthood or the adult phase of your life, or if you're still young, you're transitioning into the adult phase of your life, the only thing that guarantees and that can give validity to any age bracket you find yourself is the ability of the Holy Spirit. Believe you me, even while Jesus was still very much younger and the 12 years old, he had the adulthood mindset in him and he was still in the midst of great teachers of the law. He was there amongst them even when his parents had forgotten him. So transitioning into adult faith is a function of the things you are doing now that will guarantee that Okay, when you get to this phase, would you still be labouring as much as others who have gone past this phase? There's so much thing that I really want to talk about as touching myself. I could remember while I was still um um in the polytechnic days, um that was way back twenty thirteen down to twenty fifteen. Um I, I was <laughs> there's so much thing that I went through in those phases that looking back now I can only but thank God for how He's brought me thus far. But there was one thing that was so significant between now and this period. I could remember back then that it was just me um, doing life and doing, doing life naturally from that standpoint of how every average person would do life. But along the line, God was still nurturing me and still ensuring that I am still being positioned in the right phase of my life. And seeing that through... It was time to gain admission into um, the University of Lagos and all of those phases are still faces where a person is transitioning. Transitioning is not just um, age function alone but several phases of your life how you can just look back and check how things have been coming good for you. Can you look back and check that okay this phase is that you are moving into is it better than how you've moved in the past or is the past pretty better than what you're doing now. So that is what would give you a proof that, okay, the next few years that is to come would be much more significant than what it might seemingly be like now. So in this process, um, I had it mapped, figured out in my heart that, okay, this is what I really want to do. I really want to go into a university to just further press in and study I finish well with the university degree. And as God would have it, it was possible, even when all hope seems to be lost, that it wouldn't be possible. But the old beauty of the old truth is the fact that even when I got into university, the Lord positioned me in a place where I could meet people that would help me be better version of myself and so in as much as we are wanting to get into a position in our life where we really want to harness our skills and harness our potential, we should make two of those that are around us. Sometimes we cannot achieve those things in isolation. It is important that in growing to be whom God wants you to be, even in this adult phase of your life, you actually require the expertise of others. You would ask that, okay, who else needed the expertise of others or who else needed the advice of others to be able to grow into certain phases of your life? You would realize that. Moses was somebody that even though he was old enough, he was wise enough, I think his adulthood, he still required the counsels of Jethro, his father-in-law, to be able to know how to adequately do things as at the time because he was counseling people. So you really need the counsels, you need the advice of people before you can fully harness. Um, Adult would lie because certain persons are very much more equipped they have seen things and they are knowledgeable about things but when you are not adequately utilizing the opportunities of people around you maybe as a result of pride or as a result of not wanting to make others know what you're going through then i can only guarantee that you would spend more time um, at that phase where you really do not want to be it is the same thing with the man at the pool of Bethsaida. You would realize that he was there for 38 years. And when Jesus came to help him up, he was still lamenting about how he's been there for years. So it is until we come to a point where we can adequately seek help where there is need. If we are finding it hard at some point, then we really should seek help. Holy Spirit is not stopping you from asking help. Sometimes he would even be the one to counsel you. Why not talk to this person? Why not talk to this person? Why not ask this person for advice? Why not seek counsel from this person? So, the transitioning into adult phase at times would require us confiding in people, and it is important that your circle are people you can actually trust. I could remember when um, Mr. Israel was taking the session last week, Friday, i was making reference to the kind of friends he have that if not for the kind of friends he had, then um, depression will have get best out of him but it is important that your friends are people you can actually confide in let it be people that you are so sure that you all are growing together to be um, better versions of yourself and even as you grow into the adult phase of your life you can tell for sure that okay this is who you all are becoming as a result of how much investment you are giving into your current phase of this of this time around so, I could remember when um we were pretty much younger because of the way things were not so good for my for my household because dad was was long gone, and it was just mom trying to raise us up so um uh, my mom made us do so many um activity that we never could have deemed it to imagine, but along the line uh, when I mean activity, like we had to walk the street myself and my younger sister and Inasmuch as those things were not things that any any parent would have wanted um their work to do, but I think that phase was necessary for us to understand and appreciate some of the things that we have going good for us now. So some of your past experience are some of the things that this current phase of your life is needing or is relying on to be able to survive. And if a person did not adequately draw lessons from those past experiences, Then it will be quite hard to confront this phase of our life. One of the things that was a blessing to me while I was in my undergraduate days was that I understood the fact that I I didn't do anything business related then. And even while I was in the university this time, and I could adequately deploy some of the advantages I have surrounding me then. And does this really say that those who do not deploy some of the opportunities to them are a failure no it doesn't mean they are failures but it is for you to understand that time and chance is very key time and chance is of essence if i had looked back to a couple of years back i wouldn't have imagined it possible that some of the things i am doing now that i have the ability to do them but it is for us to understand that in as much as we are patiently expecting a particular phase of our life to be better It is important that we draw lessons from the past lives and we can adequately deploy them to this phase of our lives. I talked about the book of Genesis chapter 42 down to verse 45, how Joseph was somebody who didn't really have the best of his adulthood if he would probably have to say a few things about his life because he didn't have everything going good for him. Virtually, since he began to tell his dreams to his brothers, they hated him even when he made mention of his dreams to his to his father, his father was so so keen to caution him that Do you mean that myself and your siblings and your parents would bow before you also so it means that your dreams are valid like everything you want desire everything you still desire they are valid and believe you me it is on the strength of the Holy Spirit that's working you that can guarantee that when the time comes you would actually live in the fullness of everything that he has shown you. But if you do not begin to see yourself, it would be really hard to come into the fullness of that dimension. Joseph was, was quite young and his brother sold him off. And he could have as well imagined that these several faces of his life are wasting off. He could as well imagine that, okay, um, this face of my life is not going as expected as I wanted it to be. But Joseph himself knew for sure that okay, if this is that one thing the Lord has shown him, then definitely it's possible to come into the fullness of these things. So even when he was not going through the best of the phase of his young or his youthful life, he still had this one belief that he would not do anything that would make God see him as not worthy of the best life he wants for himself so are we in positions where we see people that we so strongly respect in the world and maybe because of the way of life they are living we are sometimes carried away and we begin to almost blame god like okay why is it taking so long for this phase of my life to be better why is this taking so long for me to get to this point in my life where i am not getting things going good for me but we have to understand that there is little to what you can do other than just trust God. And in the trusting process, it is important that we find and get ourselves busy. And doesn't mean that even when we don't have anything to do, that we should just naturally just move around, just get to look for anything at all. No, you have to be um, strategic. You have to be able to um, discern terms and seasons. You have to be able to know that, okay, in this phase of my life, what is needed what one thing is needed at this point in, in my life what is that one thing that i should be doing that i am not doing yet what is that one thing that i i ought to have done in the past that i have not done yet and god is a god of process so if you have not um crossed certain faces with him and you are thinking that because you are old enough you should commit certain things into your and believe you me it would not happen it is until you grow into that phase of your life where you are matured enough it is until you grow into that point in your life where you are able to take up this responsibility that is when it would come upon you God was already speaking to Samuel at a very tender age and God didn't officially make him known globally because um, he needed to grow under Eli so in as much as you know that this is what the Lord has called you to do, in as much as you are constantly grooming yourself and working on yourself on a daily basis to see it through that you become the very best version of yourself, one thing is needed. One thing is still practically needed. You have to work with God's timing. You have to trust God's timing. I was coming back from work today and I was just still further studying the scriptures. um, And I was just seeing how God literally helped the man, even when... Joseph recommended himself to the king's wine bearer like okay young man I thought you your dreams I would need you to help me when you are out of this place but a demand for God for additional two years then what could probably be um, the end product of Joseph's life but God knowing fully whether it wasn't time yet so God needed to still make him stay back for a couple of more years till the one solution in which it would solve that would announce him globally was surfacing. So there are times that we would really want to come out faster than we desire. There are times that we really want to be um, on the limelight as fast as we desire. But one thing is very much important. It is for us to still constantly groom ourselves. It is for us to still constantly train ourselves. It is for us to still constantly put ourselves under subjection. But if we are ignorant of these things, if we do not come to understand that you need to build capacities first before you are launched, then you would only realize that there will be little to what you can do. You would only realize that there is not so much you can do. But I pray that even as we make it a point of call, that we walk by the Spirit, that regardless of that which we are seeing others achieve and it's seemingly looking like as is slowing up believe you me i pray that the lord would hasten it up for you in jesus mighty name so one of the things that is important in this our transitioning phase into adulthood is to understand that yes several things might not be going as we intended or to or several things might not be going as we really wanted them to be but it is for you to trust god i can't over emphasize this fact left to me if i have my way i wouldn't even be doing what i am doing now i wouldn't even be working at where i am working now but at times uh, we are limited because we really do not even know we really do not even have the 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 manual to our existence yeah it was god who placed us here so it is until we begin to walk by the spirit that we can begin to do that which the father has called upon to do called upon us to do and that is only where we can begin to live out the full maturity of who we truly are. So regardless of how you are not maxim, uh, you are not um, getting the best out of this phase of your life, uh, believe you me, it is important that you enjoy the process. And it's in as much as the process might not even be worthy of enjoying, even though the process might not be looking like what you wanted. It is still left for you to understand God's timing and just practically trust Him. Remember, it was the same Mordecai that helped the king interpret the, um, It was the same Mordecai that helped the king um, uncover those people that were planning to execute Him. And there was nothing that was given in, in conversation for Him. But when it was time for Mordecai to be remembered, the king lost his sleep. There was nothing he could do at that point. He just wanted the book of remembrance to be read before him. So it is the same thing for us. In this phase of our life, there are several things that we have done in the past that we have not been a benefactor of, that we've worked for persons, we've done things for persons, we've helped persons, and it's seemingly looking like these people are nowhere to be found. It's seemingly looking like these persons are not even seen reasons to help us. But can you owe them to the very person that is the helper of the helpless and this person is God. See I am in a phase in my life where I realize that there is little to what I can do from human's help. It doesn't mean that I do not honor people, it doesn't mean that there are persons I I cannot ask for basic things. But putting all of my hope in man would only lead to a, a fruitless effort. The Bible says that woe unto a man that puts all of his trust in man. So It is only in God that we can build solid foundation. And it is God that by himself orchestrates the steps of man to a person. Um, Obedioleum is somebody that if we were to talk about adulthood, it it was long forgotten. It wasn't anybody that anybody would have imagined could be blessed. But when it was time that the Lord wanted him to be remembered for good, then it caused the ark of God's covenant to be taken down to his house. And at that point in time, it became a source of blessing to so obey something that killed other persons. So in the process of our journey in this phase of life, it is important that we appreciate first of the existence of life. And in as the economy might not be giving signals as to a promising life, a promising desire but believe you me God is still a master planner he orchestrates things better than any other person could do beyond how you can permutate and do your combinations like okay I have to do this now I have to get this done now it is only God that has the final say so many of the faces many of the things we are currently faced with so we have to still constantly open in God. We have to still constantly trust and seek the face of the Lord. Um, believe you me, Anna was also in that phase of her life where she felt like, Okay, um, my other competitor has children already. And Lord, if we were to be by age, I believe I should also have my own children. But the Lord knowing fully well that, okay, until she met the criteria to have a son, that was when God deemed it fit to bless her and literally there are no criteria to have children but she was sure to vow a vow with God that okay if you give me this one thing Lord this is this which I would do with him I would bring him it would be a voice for you so there are times in our own life also where cutting covenant with God really help us do so well with certain phases of our life even as we transition and how do I know this Jacob was a practical proof to this. When Jacob had cheated on his brother, taking his birthright and his blessings, um, his father and his mother, that was Isaac now and Rachel, they advised him, "Okay, go forth into um, your mother's brother's place, that was Laban, to stay, pending the time where your brothers would be calm and not chase you." And Jacob was so confused at that phase of his life because there was literally no guarantee that it would amount to anything. He was leaving everything behind. He was leaving all the good life he has had growing up in Canaan with his father Isaac and his mother, and alongside his brother. He was leaving. He was leaving everything behind in search of a greener pasture, as many of us would have to say, because he was going down to another city to meet his mother's brother which is laban and he made one thing clear because at the point in time when he was traveling he he had encounters with god and he reached up an altar and in that atmosphere he, he vowed one thing with god he said god god of my father abraham and isaac that if you could see me through this phase of my life if you could sustain me to get me to where i need to be and make everything go well with me he vowed, if he vowed with God, that I would give a tenth of everything you give to me. That will be found in the book of Genesis. And if you read through maybe from verse 30 upward, you will see that he, he vowed that he would give a tenth of everything the Lord blessed him with, I would give a tenth back to God. And God was so sure to make sure everything go everything, such that even down to when he is faced with um persecutions from Laban his uncle when Levin was cheating on him the lord still vindicated him to ensure that his covenant has not been broken so there are points in our life that we have to be intentional about okay lord this is this phase of my life and i ought to have achieved this lord i am making this covenant with you that if you help this thing if you help me achieve this thing maybe at this particular phase of my life or if you make this things, this thing this thing this thing go well with me I am making it a point of call to do this for you in return. And God is so faithful such that He would see it through that He makes sure that He blesses you with that one thing you have you have desired greatly of Him. But it only has to come from a place of intimacy because I don't expect somebody who do not know God to go as fast beginning to cut covenant with God. So it is important that we understand how God works with us and through that, we can know how we can adequately live our life better than we could possibly imagine. So in this phase of our life as humans, we are overwhelmed with so much. The thoughts of um, a good paying job, the thought of who to get married to, when to get married to, the thought of the fact that some persons that are not even up to you are doing exceptionally well, the thought of building a house for yourself thoughts of giving your parent the kind of life they desire. Yes I think about those things too I am not at that point where I can say I have achieved everything for myself but one thing is so certain that the end is what we run with the same way we are believers and we do not see what we are aiming for but we have this hope and expectations that on the last day would be raised with Christ in the second coming it is the same thing with us we ought to live our lives with that expectations that even when we do not know what this face of our life is looking like even when we cannot adequately place a dot on the i's or put a cross on the t's but we have to live with these expectations and these high hopes that everything would work out well Then we now begin to live at our everyday life with that expectations. There are a thousand and one reasons why you should be depressed. There are a thousand and one reasons why you should hate life. There are several reasons why you can think that life is not even worth living. But you have to choose whose reports you believe. There are reports you would hear and would still eat deep into your souls. And there's one thing I know for sure, nobody sees reasons to complain and doesn't find that complaint. If you are seeing something to complain about, definitely there's always a reason to complain. But if you are seeing the good in everything, regardless of how negativity faces you, regardless of how poor energy faces you, you would always deploy the best result. You would always deploy the the right energy towards facing everything that comes your way. So... In as much as you are patiently anticipating the good life, in as much as you are patiently making giant strides to ensure that you live the best life God has prepared for you, believe you me, it comes at a price. And I know you're paying the price, and it's seemingly looking like it's not worth it. Waking up on a 9 to 5 job, questioning yourself where do I have to? get money to get these things Questioning that okay now i need these things and it's seemingly looking like you cannot even afford it at this moment see the truth of the matter is if you would ask um, so many biblical persons or so many examples of of the scriptures like i made mention it is not by the availability of certain things but you f- should function as a I, I holy spirit help me i really do not just want to be sounding um, so so far first I really want to bring this down to our back and core, such that we can adequately understand these things holy spirit help me okay um, for me myself let me now talk about myself Jesus help me I, I am I am really struggling with what to talk about now that would edify somebody okay for me myself I know I am at a point where I know certain things should have been achieved there are several things I really need to have acquired and I I am in the process of acquiring them to the glory of God. But sometimes it is so hard that I just know that, okay, this is what I really need at this point in time and I cannot afford them. And at times I just look and say, oh God, what, what is it that is happening at this point in time? Is this what it feels like knowing fully well the things I have the ability to acquire just a couple of years back as an undergraduate student or just like as an undergraduate, pardon me? And I am looking at myself now and I am just weighing the options like which is more profitable. Is it like I don't have so much responsibilities then or is it like I have much more responsibilities now or is it like funds are not just coming as it should be coming at this point in my life. But one thing I understand for sure is regardless of how much of responsibilities I am faced with at the moment, God is always coming through in a way that I meet those needs. Believe you me, God is always coming through in a way that I meet those needs. And this phase of our lives comes with so much desires, and those desires could not be met by the extent of how much you labor. Your desires can't be met at, at the, with the extent of how much you labor. If if you are, have a thousand and one desire, it is not by taking up five hundred jobs or five hundred or or doubled job or doubling your effort. That can guarantee that okay, you will have all those desires met. Desires keep resurfacing on a daily basis, but it is in the strength of the Lord that helps you to conquer them as they come, such that okay, all your desires are being met at this phase of your life. I could remember when I was studying, I saw where Joseph was put in 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 charge of Pharaoh's possession. Like he literally looked after everything; everything was committed into his hands. And even when um, Pharaoh's wife uh, lied against him as touching him, cheating on her, Joseph was still not taking that as a yardstick to its God, but rather he saw that as um, a face where he needed to be strong and be courageous to overcome. So even when he was still being put in prison in amongst the jailers, he was still being selected as, as the favorite. So you might find yourself in a position where you know for sure that this is not where I should be by now. Maybe your place of work is not paying off as it should be. Maybe that particular place where you are right now is not where, by all means, you would never have imagined yourself being. Can you just take that place to be your own prison where God is preparing you for the palace? Because Joseph at every means, at some point, he even thought to those he interpreted their dreams when they were discharged. Like, okay, please recommend me to the king and remember me when you are long gone. The same way where we are in a place of work where we are not so satisfied. And we are eating up, we are reaching out to our friends that, like, okay, please, if you have openings for me, please do well to let me know. I'm not getting a good f- at this place where I am. But it's seemingly looking like we're not getting results from them. The same way Joseph didn't get a feedback from who he reached out to. But it would interest you to understand that when it was time for God to take Joseph to the next phase of his life, this is seemingly applicable to myself, I don't I don't have it all figured out already, but I am going on this strength. I am going in this might, I am going in this, in the capacity of this knowledge of God that I know to be so confident of what my future looks like. So even when Joseph knew for sure that, okay, he had interpreted dreams, he was in charge of, um, the jailers, he still counted it all joy and when it was time for him to stand before the king, he, he had him himself cleaned up and he interpreted the king's dream and when he had everything done, interpreted, he was wise enough to be selected by the king at the point in time to be the second in command of the of, of that particular territory could you have imagined that god was putting him in superior positions god was adequately training joseph for um, a position that would have so many people he it, it, it would have to look out for many people from different tribes and tongues even while he was in potiphar's house all the other slaves were subject to him because he was in charge of everything of potiphar's outside of potiphar's wife even when he was still in prison things were still being committed into his hand So every phase of your life, whether you like it or not, or whether you're trying to embrace the phase of of your life or you do not want to embrace it, God is preparing you for that which would adequately be for your own gain, for your own great gain. So if you are not wise enough to understand that which the Lord is doing with you now, even in this adult phase of your life, even in this adult world, believe you me, you would just not take optimal advantage of the process. You would not make good use of it and it would just keep being... A constant and a repeated nagging and nagging and nagging and nagging. You remember Mary and Martha? Mary was constantly at the feet of Jesus, learning while Martha was there running elder the skethal, preparing the meal that Jesus would have. And Jesus himself said, He said, This one thing is needful, and Mary has chosen it, and it wouldn't be taken away from her. That Martha is so worried about needless things. So we as humans it is expected, it is it is a normal calibration. For us to worry, but Jesus, knowing so much of what worry could do to a man, so He said, "How many of you by worrying can add a strand of hair to your head? How many of you by thinking thoughts of about tomorrow can can bring the death f- can bring the goodness of that time into manifestation?" Isa. But it is first to understand that God is so loving. It is first to understand that the thoughts of God is beyond us. It is first to understand that. Um, The day itself is is having so much trouble in itself that we need God to help us see past that day. So it is until then we can begin to live up to the fullness of who God has called us to be. It is until then we can begin to live up to the fullness of who God has prepared us to be. I hope we are still being blessed. We are still talking about the transition phase into adulthood. And I definitely hope that the Lord is helping us. I definitely hope that the Lord is helping us. So it is important that we understand that there is little to what we can do about several faces of our life if God doesn't help us. But we have to understand that it requires the strength of the Holy Spirit. It requires the ability of the Holy Spirit in us to understand that which we are capable of doing. Peter was old enough. Peter was an, an exceptional fisherman. He was even one of the disciples of Jesus. And he still denied Jesus. So at the point when the Holy Spirit was given unto him, it was a bold witness that people could be added to the gospel of Christ. People could become Christians on the strength of how he was ministering. So it is important we understand that several phases of our life would only require that we grow. Would only require that we are uh, that we outgrow our f- the outgrow the face of being complacent or thinking that we are not good enough or thinking that we cannot achieve this one thing. But it is for us to understand that by the help of the Holy Spirit that we can do so much more. And so much more is that which we will do by the help of the Holy Spirit. I hope you've been blessed tonight by just listening to this particular topic about the transition phase, part 2. And one thing that I know for sure is um, the end is, is far better than the beginning thereof. But as the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. And I really would like that you find strength within you. That you do not give up on yourself. That everything you are doing would definitely still lead to who God really wants you to be. So just be sure to hold God along on this phase of your life. Be sure to journey with God. Do not do life alone. Build people you can confide in. Build them around you. Build people that you know would support your dreams, people who would support your visions, people who would be there for you at every time when you need that them to be there. And that's how we can also thrive even in this adult phase of our life. Because um, when you think you have everything figured out, believe you me, there are times you really need persons to fall back on, persons that would help push you forward and persons that would help strengthen you when you are weak. David was also weakening himself and with the strength of God, he was able to do exceptionally well. He had people, even when he was at the cave of Adulam running away from Saul, he was still strengthened in the process. So like I said, adulthood is not a function of your age, but it is how you adequately deploy the face of your life. It is how you adequately deploy that which you are surrounded with at the moment. That's what gives validity to the adulthood of your life. I hope you have been blessed. Can I pray with you, Heavenly Father, we thank you for these words that we have heard tonight. And Lord Jesus, I pray, O oh God, that even as we are transitioning into the phase where we do not know what it seemingly looks like yet until we find ourselves there. Lord, we pray that you will journey with us, that you do not leave us. You said you would never leave us nor forsake us. Lord, we pray, O oh God, that the Holy Spirit will constantly be our shield and ball that the Holy Spirit will constantly be our help meet at every point in time that even when we do not know how, even when we are not so sure of how things will be done or achieved lord we pray by the help of the holy spirit that we will constantly hear a voice from behind us that would say this is the road where we should walk in and lord we pray oh god that as many that are so troubled with this phase of their life already that they do not even know where to get help from lord we pray according to your word in psalm 121 lord we pray that we will constantly look up to the ears because that's where our help would come from lord we pray oh god that even as we constantly beat our verses unto honor lord we pray that all of our needs are being met in jesus name we pray lord that you raise for us destiny help us, that would help um, increase the pace of achieving that which you have prepared for us in jesus mighty name lord we pray oh god that as many that are willing to rededicate themselves back to you to come into a place of fellowship lord jesus i pray that you would accept them in jesus name and, Lord, I ask that you, Lord, be merciful unto them in Jesus' name. And the grace to never return back to sins, the grace never to return back to that which takes them off you. Lord, I pray you give unto them in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that you would help every one of us, including myself, Lord, that even at the end of the day, that we would only stand before you to receive that honorary welcome. Thank you, Abba Father, because you are faithful. Lord, we commit the rest of this week into your end, O oh God. Bless the works of our hands, Lord. Bless everything we do, Lord. Let us not label as the, as the as, as the as every other persons of the world would do, Lord. But give us that grace that brings forth abundance in Jesus' name, such that people can see us and see the God we serve and seek the God we serve. For in Jesus' mighty, most enough name of prayer, Amen. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've been blessed tonight. I I pray that the Lord will make this word grow seeds in you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Uh, don't forget to join us again on Goodness Day at 8 p.m. West African time. Be sure to invite a friend and your loved ones. And also in this coming month, August, we'll be having a closed group conversation. And to the glory of God, we have all our invited guests um, pick their dates already. And you don't want to miss out at all. Plus, prior to then, be prepared. And I trust that the Lord will bless you even as you join us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Have a wonderful night first and God bless you.